0: May I tell you, today is uh, a very special day, but knowing Jesus makes it all the more special. Before we begin with uh, our message today, uh, we have to uh, do a little prelude, if you will, because last Sunday, and and you can go on our website now and follow our sermons or listen to our sermons just Grace missionary Baptist Church.org uh, and you can listen but last Sunday we preached on the message that Jesus showed up when he showed up there in the town and and the people wanted him to come and to be their king to relieve them from the oppression that the Roman government had put on them and and he showed up maybe just not like they thought that he would then Wednesday, Evening's midweek service, I spoke on the seven last sayings of Jesus Christ on the cross. And how he showed up for the cross. They didn't drag him. He went to the cross. We need to remember that, how he showed up. Think about it, on the cross. That Friday evening, afternoon, when he was on the cross and and there, that uh, when he died. He died on the cross. Satan must have thought with himself, Finally, finally, this battle is over. And I have won. The Roman government finally thought to themselves, Well, this man who so many has been following, how this becomes such an uproar, how this created to be a thorn in our flesh, so to speak. This man... Finally, we don't have to deal with him no more. Many of the people that were there at the cross, they saw him die. They saw him bleed. They thought, well, it's the end of Jesus, I guess. (laughs) That was Friday. Sunday morning, Jesus showed up. And today we celebrate that not just every Easter. My friend, he shows up in the lives of everyone who calls upon him as Lord and Savior of their life. He showed up. I'm so glad that he showed up. Not only did he show up here, but he showed up to the disciples. He showed up to so many, uh, to Mary and them, and then to the disciples, and so many. While he was here 40 days before he ascended, I mean, he showed up to well over 500 people. He showed up, and then when he ascended, they said, This same Jesus, those men in white apparel, said, This same Jesus which you have seen go into heaven shall come again. And my friend, I'm going to tell you something. One of these days... Jesus is going to show up and the whole world will know about it. When he shows up again, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You're here today visiting. I get a little excited. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you something. There's reason to get excited. He died for me. He died for you. Yet when I was deep sin. He loved me enough to die for me. Aren't you glad to know that Jesus is going to show up? You see there were people uh, who had thought about this and later on uh, uh, sometime uh, uh, some years later on not that many but people began to wonder and people began to listen to the naysayers. uh, You know that those ones that said this really didn't happen and when you die the grave is all there is. So Paul wrote to those people in Thessalonica. And Paul told those Thessalonians, he wanted to let them know something. And listen to what he says. We're going to get to our text here in a minute. I'm just following. Uh, But listen to what he said over here. He said, but Paul says to these people, we're wondering, what about our loved ones that have died? What about us if he delays his coming and we die? We that know him as our Savior. Does it end at the grave? Paul said this. He said, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, those in the grave, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe... Hinges here, see. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so also them which sleep will Jesus, in Jesus will God bring with him. For we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them that are asleep in the grave, for the Lord Himself. Listen, Jesus is showing up again. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with a voice of the archangel and the trump of God. Oh, wow. Can you imagine? I can't hardly get through the verse reading with the trump of God. And listen here and listen to what he says here. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. You know what? I was thinking as the choir was singing about some of my family members that are dead in Christ. I went and visited the grave where we laid their bodies down. But listen here, there. one of these days Jesus is going to show up and there's going to be a great getting up day. You know that? Why? Because they believed when they died that they'll have a new body. Scripture goes on to say, to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord, okay? That soul never dies, people. Well, the dead in Christ shall rise first and we which are alive and remain. You know what that tells me? We which are alive and remain, it could happen any time. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet them in the clouds and so To meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. I'm telling you what, I'm looking for that day when Jesus shows up again. But I want to tell you something. Until then, guess what? He promised us something else. He promised us that if we would accept Him as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, He would show up in our lives. He would come as His Holy Spirit and abide with us. And we can feel His presence. We can know His teaching and His journey and His drawing. We can feel His power. And we can know that why. Because he said he'd come and he would indwell within us. I will abide in you and you shall abide in me. And you know what? That's living a victorious life. That's living a life that Jesus... When you know Jesus is in your heart and life, you've got to tell somebody. You've got to tell them that Jesus has showed up. Let me get, let me get to our, our, our passage this morning. In the book of Matthew... In the book of Matthew, I'd like to read about eight, ten verses, somewhere along there. And and I want us to turn, if you will, to the 27th chapter of the book of Matthew. And listen, we're going to read about when those people that thought that they had him saved, you know. We're going to read about those people that thought they'd had him in the tomb. (laughs) We're going to read about those and their great power that they thought they had. Matthew 27, verse 62, is where we'll start in our reading today. Now, the next day that followed that day of the preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees came together unto Pilate. That's the governor there, okay? And saying, Sir, we remember that... That deceiver, that's Christ. They were calling Christ that deceiver. We remember that that deceiver said, you know why? (laughs) They called him the deceiver. My friend, I'm going to tell you something. There's a deceiver. The deceiver is the one who told Jesus Christ, You can make these stones bread if you want. The deceiver is the one who will tell you you don't have to listen. The deceiver is one that can tell you you can have your own opinion. The deceiver is one who can tell you that you can live a good life and go to heaven. The deceiver is one that will tell you you don't need Christ. (laughs) That deceiver, they called him. The deceiver, that deceiver, while he was yet, and that was Satan, by the way, while he was yet alive, said, after three days will I rise again. Command, therefore, that the sepulcher be made, that's the tomb, be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away. And saying unto the people, he is risen from the dead. So the last error would be worse than the first. And Pilate said unto them, have you a watch? Ha- Go your way and make it. Listen, make it as sure as you can. So they went and made the sepulchre sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch, standing guard. And in the end of the Sabbath as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, meaning early Sunday morning, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. (laughs) I'll show you. Well, let me just... And sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did quake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified, but he is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come see where the Lord lay. My friend, I want to stop right there. It says go quickly and tell. But I want to stop right there. Can you just simply imagine, you know, my mind. I, I, I might be a little different, but in my mind. In my mind. Not in the Bible. I, in my, I can imagine these strongest of the strongest Roman guards. I can imagine them. You know, we better set some guards up here so they don't think somebody's come at night and stole him, And then we'll really be in a hot suit. Okay? So let's set up some guards. And let's stand him there. You know what the guards were for? To keep people from getting in. That's what he said. Keep people from getting Can you imagine? They didn't think about anybody coming out. You know? They were there so nobody got in. They weren't worried about the inside coming out. Why? The inside was death. They saw him. He was dead. The inside was death. But on that third and appointed morning, just like Jesus said, he came out of the grave. Jesus showed up. He conquered death. He conquered hell. He conquered the grave. I'm going to tell you, can you imagine these guys? Well, the Bible says right there. Oh, you know, they just, they were out of it. You know, they didn't know what to do. Side note for me, I love a sense of humor, okay? I'm always going to be a kid. God has a sense of humor too. Now for me, it's like, hey, let's go show them what power is, you know? not Let's go show them what I said I would do. Some of them there, they thought they had it. They thought they had it all down. They thought they'd had it done away with it. But guess what? Jesus showed up. Jesus showed up. So today, we celebrate that first Easter morning that Jesus showed up. We celebrate that's the greatest day on the church calendar of all the Christian churches throughout the world. Easter, Resurrection Day is the greatest day on a church calendar. Listen, what do we celebrate? He's no longer, Jesus is no longer, listen, on the cross, it's empty. He's no longer. In grave clothes. Don't need them. He's no longer in the tomb. Why? It's empty. He came forth and thank God today. That's why we celebrate Easter. You know what? Jesus said it very clearly to Martha uh, just a little while before this time. Uh, Jesus told her, he said that John eleven twenty five. 25, he said, I am the resurrection and the life and he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live I'm going to tell you something here today we can rejoice if you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior you can rejoice today why because he that believeth in me though he were dead I just read to you about what those people that have died listen here if he delays his coming I don't know I don't know you know you work where I work I've seen him die at all ages okay So don't think you've got plenty of time, and don't think you got plenty. Hit me hard. This week, a person died. My age just fell over dead. Fell over dead. So I'm going to tell you something here. What we need to understand: we're not here today to have a memorial service for Jesus Christ, who died and was buried in a tomb. We're here today to have a celebration of a life service for Jesus Christ who died and was buried and rose again, as he said. We're here today to celebrate the fact that Jesus Christ is alive forevermore. Let me go over here to uh, Revelation, I don't know, 118, think, maybe. evidence it comes, I'll go and find it. Listen to what Jesus says in Revelation 118. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Uh, listen here. I want you to know something today. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, that's the whole question to it today, isn't it not? The Bible tells us. Uh, listen here. It tells us in First uh, Corinthians fifteen. Oh death, listen. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh death, where is thy sting? Oh grave, where is uh, thy victory? The sting of death is sin. You understand that and death passed upon all men and we all sin and come short daily I don't care it's not that we live a good life it's not that we're a good person it's like when you were born you were born from your parents genes their blood and and whatever they had passed into you and guess what we're the uh, born of Adam and what he had and committed through that sin came along and passed right into us you know And so therefore we have that. But then when he goes on to say, Oh, the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. People in that day and time so many thought that they could keep those 613 commandments and, and they would have to not worry about sin. But I'm going to tell you something. You can't keep them. You can't keep them. It made it impossible. The strength of sin is the law the law, living a good life and going to church and being religious and all. It won't happen. That's not how it was laid out. But listen to what he goes on to say. But thanks be to God, which giveth us. You, there it is again. Thanks be to God, which giveth us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God which giveth us. What's he mean? That means simply, you don't earn it. Your good works don't get you there. Okay? All that you do will not get you through heaven. I want you to know how important that is. We need to understand exactly what it is. Jesus Christ said, listen here. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. So it brings me to this point if we're here today I'm just simply understanding the fact we're here today we're here today because we want to celebrate Easter we want to celebrate the fact that the tomb is empty we believe that whether you believe it in your heart but you're, you're here today and that's enough to say okay I believe in it you know I don't make myself part of things I don't believe in. I don't even show up. You understand? But if I believe in at least someone I'm going to go, I'll go whenever I can and invite it. So, if we're here today, and we're here because we believe that the tomb is empty, and Easter is the celebration of the empty tomb, well then if we believe the claim of Jesus and the resurrection, shouldn't we also believe everything that Jesus said? Shouldn't we also believe all of it? My friend, listen. He told a man who was religious, you must be born again, okay? He told him, he said, listen, you must be born again. It's not about religion, it's about relationship. But may I tell you, your relationship will draw you into a religion, okay? Because Jesus established that. Don't deny and don't discard that, okay? But it's realizing who he is. and understand, he told Thomas, he said, I am the way. and told the disciples, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. Okay? I am the way. So if we want to believe that the resurrection happened, if, we, if we're okay to believe that the Easter is celebration of the empty tomb, I believe it just stands to reason we should bring this up for question, if nothing else. We should bring it up for question whether or not you believe. You see, the Bible tells us, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. It goes on to say that because of this, the wages of sin is death. But God commended his love toward us. Though while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You see why it's not important? You say, well, I live a good life, and that's why he's... No, he died for you before you started living a good life. Okay? He died for you before you were even thought of. But guess what? He thought of you. He thought of you. May I tell you, I remember a time in my life when Jesus showed up. (laughs) I remember a time in my life as a young boy. And Jesus showed up and my heart began to be very heavy. My heart began to just wait upon me. And I began to understand that something was missing in my life. I had a wonderful family, great parents. But I began to realize that there was something missing. And on that night that I accepted Christ, Jesus Christ showed up. People may not have seen him show up in my life. But guess what? I started feeling. I started feeling that godly sorrow. I started feeling that him speaking, if you will, to my conscience. Trying to speak to my heart. And telling me I needed him as Lord and Savior. And I remember coming to the altar and asking God to come into my heart and life. And asking him to forgive me of my sins. And guess what? Jesus showed up. Jesus showed up. He has never left me. He's never forsaken me. He's always been with me, and he's not only done that, but he's also promised me that he will always be with me all the rest of my life. Now, some people might say, well, I remember a time when I asked Jesus into my heart, but I feel like he's forsaken me. He said, no, I'm not forsaken you. You've forsaken me. I'm not forsaking you, you've forsaken me. So I ask you today, if you think about that, the Bible declares that Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Jesus is going to show up one day. Just like Paul let those Thessalonians know that he was going to show up. It's all right. He's going to show up one day. But he's going to show up as the King of kings and Lord of lords. Will he show up that way for you? If the Bible says and he says who he claims to be in the scripture, if he's that person, my friend, let me ask you this. If you've never given your heart and life to Christ, if you've never maybe even brought it into question, you're here today and the question is before you. I'll ask it. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Because if we believe that he rose and the tomb is empty and we're celebrating Easter, we better also believe that, like I said, that he died and death passed upon all men. But guess what? The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Do you hear that? But have everlasting life. I'm telling you today, there's something special when you come to Jesus Christ. He gives you something you can't get anywhere else. He gives you a peace that passes all understanding. He gives you a new relationship with Him. You, all things are passed away. All things become new. You have a new creature. You serve a new Father. You serve a man who died for you. You serve one who is willing to go take you through. And listen here. <laughs> No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. I didn't come to Jesus, Brother Nick, to get good things. Following Jesus has given me good things. You know what I'm saying? Now, does that mean I've never had heartache? Oh, you want to talk heartache? Come on, I'll take you on. Huh? No, but guess what? In my heartache, he's my rod and staff that comforts me. In my heartache, he's there to get me through the trial. In my heartache, he said he's there to get me through the valley. Listen, I'm going to tell you, when David began to think of all of that, David said, surely goodness and mercy's followed me all the days of my life. Huh? Yeah, David said, my cup runneth over. I'm going to ask you today, it's a simple question. But I want you to listen real closely. I won't be very much longer. Have you ever thought about giving your life to Christ and ask him for his salvation? Because I want you to listen real close here. Heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. Okay? Prepared people. If ye believe. Remember, I kept using those statements from, if ye believe, okay? And don't you just think, well, I believe there's a God. I believe there's a heaven, and I so that means I'm going to heaven. I want to tell you something. The Bible tells us that even the devils believe. They'll fear and tremble. So it's more than just believing about Easter. It's more than just believing the tomb is empty. It's more than just believing on. It's asking him to come into your heart and life. For as true is the scripture about heaven, it's just as true about hell. What? We still talk about hell at grace. Huh? Just as true as it is about heaven, it's true about hell. As a matter of fact, you know Jesus spoke more about hell than he did about heaven. Yeah? You know why? Don't go there. Don't.? Yeah? Well, we need to understand that we want to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You need to ask Him. You need to ask Him. Let me share a scripture with you about that. Oh, this says it better than I could. Thank you, Lord. Um, Listen to this scripture. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised Him from the dead, Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. (laughs) And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, now listen to scripture. This is for those of us who believe now too. Listen to this part. Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. That day and time. People were prejudiced extremely, and you can't do this, and you know, but no. Uh-uh. All have sinned. All have come short. There's no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich, unto all that call upon Him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you're here today, you're not having this relationship, and you know what? just saying, the number that's here, I don't know you eternally. I don't know a whole lot of you. I know you're really... There's many here that I don't know about your relationship. Okay? And there may be even some here that you put on a pretty good front. You know what I mean? Churchy people. You put on a pretty good front. But right now, God's speaking to you. Huh? Because He knows your heart. Maybe you're that Christian that loves the Lord from a distance. Like Peter. He loved the Lord, didn't he, Jim? Oh, you know what? That's a whole other message. Won't even start to go there. But guess what? Peter followed Him afar off, didn't he? Followed Him afar off. Maybe that's you as a Christian today. Maybe you love the Lord, but you've not been sold songs says hand in hand, we walk each day. Huh? Hand in hand along the way. Walking thus I cannot stray hand in hand with Jesus. Maybe you've not been walking hand in hand with him. Maybe you've been following afar off. But may I tell you today, if you want to come, he'll restore that joy. He'll restore the joy of his salvation to you. And you can live. Live, live. You know, you know people. I don't, I'm, You know people that are alive and live. <laughs> you sure wouldn't want to live with them. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. They don't have no life. They don't have no joy. They don't. Everything comes out of their mouth is negative. I'm gonna tell you something. You get Jesus. When Jesus shows up, he gets a puts a new song in your heart. Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. Establishes your direction. I'm just simply going to ask: Does your redeemer live? Mind us. <laughs> Even Job, the oldest book in the Bible. When he calls, I'll answer your mind. Let's stand. You're here today and you need to know Jesus is your Savior. Will you be bold enough to ask someone to step out of your way you come down the aisle? And you just simply say, I need to know Jesus. You're here today and you, you know who Jesus is, but you're like Peter, been following afar off. That doesn't make you bad, that makes you human. But you need to move up to Christ, walk hand in hand. You're here today and you need to come. I want you to come as they play this song. Right now. I hope you can pray.
1: Who it's taught over. the I hope sun? You can say it with the, sun. Where stand in the morning. And who told the ocean? You can know me What about you? This fall you might have said, well, somebody else steps out. Guess what? And who They're stepping showed up? the moon? Ooh. Where to hide till evening? Whose words alone can catch a falling star? Well, I know mm-hmm. my all Redeemer right. lives. Oh, yeah, that's what to life all about. Can take it from all of creation testifies. This life within me cries My yeah. I don't have to go through this. all about you. That spins things in orbit Runs to the weary The worn and the weak And the gentle.
0: ago November a year ago November on a a day a whole lot like this Sunday morning house was full one of her dear members Sister Irma Mabry I think of her so often she gave me a hug back there after church said I can't wait till we get in our new church Monday, a little before noon, I got a phone call from her sister, or her daughter, I mean, that Sister Irma had been in a horrific auto accident. They was care flighting her to Miami Valley. I, I hung up. I said, I'm on my way. I left my office. I ran down the stairs, and I said, I'm out of here. I'll see you. Before I got to the edge of town I got another phone call it was her daughter she died in flight oh those of us that knew Irma <laughs> who would have ever thought such a godly woman <laughs> I ain't saying that scary but I'm just telling you Happens the best of us as a people too. Okay. You've been asked that question. I ask it. But may I tell you. Right now. If you leave today. And that's your choice. You gambling with eternity. You putting a gamble on eternity. If I should not show up. And I'm not here next Sunday. <laughs> because. If happened to me, I'm out of here. If <laughs> you know Jesus, you'll see me again. Okay? I'll see Sister Irma again. <laughs> yeah. Word from anyone before we dismiss? Amen. 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 Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. Yes. I want to thank each of you for coming today. If you're visiting with us we're glad you're here I tell people we're looking for people so if you're looking for a church come be with us okay we've got something going on here at Grace just about every day of the week okay and if you'd like to be a part of us come and talk to me ask me every possible way you can get a hold of me is inside the bulletin okay my address my phone number my email all those cell number all that stuff so if you need to talk let's talk I'm available Thank you for coming today. You chose grace and we're honored that you did. Minds are clear. Bow our heads, if you will.